Lost, found, and lost. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. third, 2005, a French tourist called an emergency hotline for missing and exploited children, explaining that he encountered a 15-year-old boy who was alone and terrified at a local train station. When the boy arrived at the child welfare office, he had his baseball cap pulled down and a scarf around much of his face. The investigators at the office observed the boy to be slender and pale, but more concerning, he seemed terrified. The boy had no wallet or money, no cell phone, but he did have an ID which said his name was Francisco Hernandez Fernandez, and that he was born on December 13, 1989, in Caceres, Spain. Initially, he barely spoke, but as Francisco got comfortable, he revealed that he had been in a car accident, he was comatose after his parents and younger brother had been killed, that he had burns, scars, and bruises all over his body. After escaping his new guardian and abusive uncle, he went to France. French authorities placed Francisco at the St. Vincent de Paul shelter in the nearby city of Pau. He was enrolled at the Collège Jean Monnet, a local secondary school. The principal at the time, Claire Chadorn, felt protective towards the boy who seemed so shy, so scarred, both literally and figuratively. He would never change his clothes in front of the other students in gym class and resisted being subjected to a medical exam. And yet he was a smart, quick learner and became well-liked at school. During tryouts for a talent show, Francisco played Michael Jackson's song Unbreakable, dancing precisely and passionately while lip-syncing to the song's lyrics, quote, You can't believe it, if you can't conceive it, and you can't touch me, because I'm untouchable. Quote, He didn't just look like Michael Jackson, the music teacher subsequently recalled. He was Michael Jackson. But on June 8th, just a month after Francisco arrived at the Collage Jean Monnet, an administrator told Claude Chadorn something shocking. She said she had been watching a television program that night about one of the world's most infamous impostors, Frederick Bourdin, a 30-year-old Frenchman who serially impersonated children. Quote, I swear to God, Bourdin looks exactly like Francisco Hernandez Fernandez, the administrator said. Chadorn considered this. If Francisco was not 15, but actually 30, it would make him older than some of the school's teachers. After a quick search for Frederick Bourdin, Chadorn became panicked. A photo of Bourdain closely resembled Francisco. Same chin, same gap between his front teeth. Concerning headlines came up during her search, including the, quote, Master of New Identities, The Imposter Kind, Peter Pan, and The Chameleon. Shador knew what she had to do. She called the police and had Bourdain arrested. This is the story of Frederick Bourdain, a man who assumed at least 500 false identities, including missing people and children, a master impersonator investigators called the Chameleon. After his arrest at the Collage Jean Monnet, Francisco admitted that he was indeed Frederick Bourdain, and that in the past decade and a half, he had been pretty busy, traveling to more than 15 countries, fooling and manipulating people in five different languages. His aliases include Benjamin Kent, Sladjen Raskovic, Alex Dole, Arnaud Orions, Giovanni Petrullo, and Michelangelo Martini, to name a few. News reports claim that he had even impersonated a tiger tamer and a priest, but truthfully, his roles were usually the same, an abused or abandoned child, obscuring his face, receding hairline, his walk, most of his skin, and his mannerisms to seem, well, teenage. And he was successful. 
in 2004 when he pretended to be a 14-year-old boy in the town of Grenoble. When authorities called for a physical examination, the doctor concluded that he was, indeed, a teenager. A police captain in Pau noted, quote, When he talked in Spanish, he became a Spaniard. When he talked in English, he was an Englishman. Chadorn eventually said of Frederick Bourdain, quote, Of course he lied, but what an actor. So who was the person behind the acting? Frederick Bourdain was born on June 13, 1974, in Nanterre, France, to a teenage French woman and a married Algerian immigrant named Kachi. But even before his mother delivered him, things were going wrong in his life. Frederick's grandfather begged Frederick's mother to get an abortion, but she refused. Frederick said, quote, Before I was born, I already had the wrong identity. Frederick lived with his grandparents until he ran away to Paris, and there began taking on new identities, just a teenager himself, a real teenager. One of Bourdain's early impersonations was in 1993, when the 19-year-old Bourdain pretended to be a 16-year-old orphan named Jimmy from the United States. Claiming to be a victim to amnesia, a Catholic children's home in France took him in, where he lived for several months before he was caught. In 1995, Bourdain impersonated a missing 14-year-old boy from the United States named Brian Smart, claiming he had been kidnapped and sexually abused by a group of men. A family in Linares, Spain, believed him for a while. Eventually, Spanish police caught Bourdain and deported him back to France. And then there would be the case of Nicholas Barclay that would make Frederick Bourdain a bit of a household name. We'll talk about it after the break. Hi. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, how are you? How hello. are you doing? How's hello, it going? Hello. What's up? All right. That's good. Ooh, we like getting through November. Getting Look through at you November. Go. Look at you go. You're doing great. We want to say hello to anyone who's listening, spreading the good word of Ghost Town, oh, supporting yeah. us. In every way, shape, and form. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for your endless devotion. Yes. we Undying. need it. We need it. And we'll take more of it when you give more of it. And we'll expect more of it when you give more of it. Other than that, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and whew, we can't get enough of the government. Mm-mm-mm. Cannot get enough of that government. No, who could? Who can resist them? Some, I, maybe one person? Mm-mm. I don't yeah. believe it. The mayor's. We got some celebrity impersonators here. Mm. 
They're good. I like what I'm hearing. They are good at what they do. This celebrity impersonator does an amazing Genghis Khan. Like, you can't tell the difference. It's a big need for Genghis Khan impersonators. I'm glad someone met that need. You know that's Cat Jozel. Hello. When you need a celebrity, I mean a really good celebrity, this celebrity does an amazing... Dude, you're getting Adele, the Dell guy. <laughs> the Dell Tremendous need for that. All Tremendous. over the place. Wow, nice work. That's Emma Hopkins. Hello. And if you need the person who plays Barista on season <laughs> three, episode four, about six minutes in, they go, more coffee? If you whoa! need somebody to impersonate that actor. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tremendous need. That's Matthew Clemens Lorray. Hello. If you need someone to impersonate Siri, <clears throat> the iPhone voice. Like a real person impersonating a Siri voice. Tremendous need. I mean, you, they really have to make a choice on what Siri looks mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. That's Casey Weber. Hello. Celebrity is. Any member of the Bare Naked Ladies, pick one. It's one now, of there their... is a tremendous need for that because they do do the State Fair circuit fairly frequently. Yeah, from I, what I, I recall, I think the lead singer's not in the band anymore, so that might be a person that he's dead. No, he's fine. Oh, okay. Did you kill him? <laughs> well, that's Ashley Matson. And if you need someone from the Golden State Warriors <laughs> team, anybody <laughs> from the team. <laughs> It could be on the team. It could be a coaching staff. This person it could will be do anyone. Ma- ma- the marketers, <laughs> the design person, just somebody from wow. that team. Tremendous need. That's that's Kelly Meehan. Hello. Wow. I think I, I I'm so it. happy this drag's over. <laughs> and then there's our governor, mm-hmm. bit of a chameleon herself. Mm-hmm. If you need someone to impersonate somebody doing something cool. <laughs> Flying. Is it impersonation if you just are that? In constant flight. <laughs> Never landing, apparently. No, no. Her little foot, her beautiful little, like, you know, cute vintage kitten heel foot doesn't even touch the ground. No. Doesn't need to. Unless it's like some of, like, event, like an event. Yeah. Then There's she gets her Louboutins on, and right. it's like, okay. Yeah. Did you say Louboutins? Yeah. Is it wrong? L- Louboutins? Is that what you meant to say? That's, I think so. Can you tell I own a bunch of them? <laughs> Louboutins. Yeah, Louboutins. Oh, fuck. You said, what in... you say, Louboutins? <laughs> I said, Louboutins. <laughs> I said, Louboutins, good night. Okay, I listen to rap songs. Okay, I'm sorry. I listen to rap songs. <laughs> wow. I'll tell you, our you governor you does not need in. you around no, because you will ruin not. the whole I might... thing. Oof. That would be this person impersonating <laughs> our governor. Avian Noble. Noble. If you want no ads, no chit-chat, bonus episodes, just the good stuff, head on over to patreon.com slash ghosttownpod. Yeah, let's get back to Paris, where we're talking about the master imposter, the chameleon. So the family of Nicholas Barkley would be Burden's next target. Nicholas was a 13-year-old kid from San Antonio, Texas, who was last seen playing basketball with his friends on June 13th, 1994. Barkley never made it home and has not been seen or heard from since. 
1997, Bourdain said he was Nicholas and was immediately flown to the U.S. to be reunited with the people everyone assumed was his family. But they were red flags. Nicholas was American and had blue eyes and blonde hair, but Bourdain had brown eyes and a French accent. And his fresh blonde hair was quickly growing out, showing dark brown roots. His beard was also growing in darkly, pretty aggressively, for a kid who would have been 16 at the time. But Frederick had an explanation. He told a tale of being abducted by high-ranking military, officials that were of American, Mexican, and European descent, and who kidnapped dozens of children for experiments. Frederick told brutal stories of being forced to eat insects, having his hands broken, and how a military official broke his foot with a crowbar. Allegedly, Frederick continued, kidnappers put needles in his eyes and used some kind of solution to change his eye color from blue to brown. He claimed that they repeatedly played a phrase, quote, you are not you in Spanish and beat him if you ever spoke English. Most disturbingly, he brought back the idea of assault, that the men he encountered sexually assaulted the children that they abducted. After the reunion between Frederick and the Barclay family, a TV crew began filming them, documenting Frederick's assimilation back into his quote-unquote old life. But in late 1997, a local PI who was working with the production got suspicious when he compared a photo of Bourdain's ears to Nicholas's ears and discovered that they did not match, not in the slightest. Flagging this, along with some pretty wild allegations, in February 1998, the FBI obtained a court order to take Nicholas slash Frederick's fingerprints and DNA, which were later identified as belonging to Bourdain. The FBI agents flagged that Nicholas had in fact seemed to be aged more than three years from his abduction to his rescue. Also, psychologists noted that Bourdain spoke with an accent, something that someone who grew up in an English-speaking household would not have, despite the excruciating trauma that he is said to have endured. And the authorities prevailed. Eventually, the FBI and local authorities prevailed. In September 1998, Bourdain pleaded guilty to passport fraud and perjury in a San Antonio federal court. He was imprisoned for six years, more than twice as long as recommended by the sentencing guidelines. He had lived with the poor Barclay family for almost five months before he was incarcerated. After completing his prison sentence, in 2003, Bourdain returned to Grenoble, France, and learned absolutely nothing, immediately assuming the identity of Leo Bally, a 14-year-old French boy who had been missing since 1996. DNA testing proved that he was not, in fact, Bally. In August 2004, he headed over to Spain, claiming to be an adolescent named Ruben Sanchez Espinosa, whose mother had been killed in the Madrid bomb attacks. When the police found out the truth, he was deported back to France. And then we get to the case from the beginning of this episode, that of 14-year-old Francisco Hernandez Fernandez, who lived in Pau. In this case, though Bourdain was found out, there is kind of a happy ending. Eventually, the real teenage Francisco would be found alive. After the Francisco Hernandez Fernandez incident, authorities launched an investigation to determine why a 30-year-old man would keep posing as a displaced, often orphaned teenager. They found no evidence of sexual deviance or pedophilia, and they didn't uncover any financial motive either. Quote, in my 22 years on the job, I've never seen a case like it, Eric Morell, the prosecutor in the Fernandez case said. Usually people con for money. His profit seems to be purely emotional. According to other interviews, that motivation seemed true. Bourdain told outlets that he had been looking for the, quote, love and affection and attention he never received as a child. On August 8th, 2007, Bourdain's identity changed yet again, but at this time, it was for real. The 33-year-old married a French woman named Isabel after a year-long courtship. 
Smart and soft-spoken, Isabel was studying to be a lawyer and had connected with Bourdain's story when she saw a profile of him on TV. A victim herself of family abuse, Bourdain's description of his own childhood and his quest for love had moved her, and she eventually decided to track him down. She says, quote, I told him what interests me in his life wasn't the way he bent the truth, but why he did that, and the things that he looked for. Bourdain says that when Isabel first made contact, he thought it must have been a joke, but it wasn't. Bourdain had never been in a relationship before, and the two fell in love. Quote, I've always been a wall, he said, a cold wall. In 2007, the two connected, fell in love, and got married in the town hall of a village outside of Pau, and proceeded to have five children together. In 2008, Bourdain was interviewed by David Gran, a writer for The New Yorker, in a piece about his life. Many of the quotes in this episode are from that incredible piece. After Isabel gave birth to their first child, Bourdain contacted Gran and told him that the child was a girl, a girl they named Athena after the Greek goddess. Gran then asked if Bourdain had become a new person now that he was a father and a husband, to which Bourdain replied, quote, No, this is who I am. And it seemed to be so. According to reporting by the Daily Mirror in 2012, Bourdain claimed that he would, quote, never impersonate anyone again. But it wasn't a neat, happy ending for this con man. On March 23, 2017, Bourdain made a Facebook post stating that his wife Isabel had left him and their five children to run off with another man, and that she'd been unhappy for 10 years and very unhappy in recent months. That being said, I did some digging on his social media, he has a Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, that shows him and his five kids happily playing together, going on adventures and petting animals. His Facebook status is set to married, and his location, also according to Facebook, is Hong Kong. Of course, he's hurt many, many people, but that is not apparent on his social media. In fact, at nearly 50, Frederick Bourdain seems happy, mischievous, if maybe in a bit of an unhinged way. His profile photo across all of his social media platforms is a gold hand, giving the world the finger. Clearly, he is still his own person, documenting his own life, however he'd like to construct it, no matter what. What the truth is about his life, I'd imagine we'll never know. But what I do think is telling is that Bourdain's photos, if you look really closely, you can see a small tattoo peeking out from the 49-year-old's right forearm. It says, in light but visible script, quote, Chameleon Nate, the chameleon from Nance. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. 
like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.